What the fuck does that mean? Oh, yeah. What do you mean publicly? Well, because I guess, I mean, they do still have to address the fact, the voter fraud issues, I suppose. You know, like, I think they're planning on taking it to the Supreme Court. Um, and then they're going to look at those to see if they're potential cases or not. But mm -hmm. I guess, like, the, the race itself is over since they've called Joe Biden. Oh, person. yeah. Yeah, that was really annoying. I was uh, going on for days now. I was like, just fucking call something already. God damn. Oh, my God. It was nerve. It was slightly nerve wracking. It was so dumb. I felt like I wasted two days of my life because I was just oh, like paying attention. Yeah. Like I'd be at work fucking checking my phone, you know, talking to people about it. And then when I'd come home, I'd just like be scrolling Twitter for like f six hours and alternating between like YouTube and other news sites. So it was like I got annoyed after like the second day. I was like, OK, this is stupid. But then I couldn't stop watching because then I was like, all right, well, I invested all this time already. Might as well just find out. I felt too, uh, like, kind of disturbed by it, I guess. So, like, I, I was, I didn't want to, like, so here's here's how it went. Um, Monday going into Tuesday, I was pretty nervous. But then, like, I told myself that I wasn't really going to pay too much attention. So we watched at the end of Tuesday and then we got the result that like of course they were gonna have to continue um counting the ballots so which i had mm -hmm. a, had already figured and then wednesday morning i woke up and i like immediately checked the twitter feed um to make sure like no winner had been called yet um because i thought that they were going to count into the night which i was wrong yeah. on but yeah it did seem pretty dragged out but it's it's a good thing that yeah it ended already and they at least called biden We'll see how the next two months are going to go because that fucker's still going to be in there. And we're at 100,000 cases of COVID a day now, so well, it's about to get fun. I wonder uh, what. So, you know, did you see how that guy in this uh, debate that you showed me? Actually, all the guys, um, they were all so confident that Donald Trump was going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the host, the guy who was like basically, kind of, I think he was, I guess he was the moderator essentially. Yeah. He's kind of annoying. Oh yeah, he's, that's his brand. <laughs> that's who he is. I guess that's his flavor of, I don't know, I guess uh, personality. But um, it's, it's, I think it's like a good um, debate to like kind of showcase like all the, like a lot of the silly arguments that people kind of use. Because that guy that I showed you, he just, he uh, deconstructs them really well. But, uh, and he has a lot of debates like that, and I think they're really, really informative if you like that type of content. Okay. Um, but th so my question is, like, I'm kind of just posing it, but I, I still wonder, like, what, knowing his background, like, knowing that when he was just an entrepreneur and, and you know, not the president of the United States, I had heard or I had read that he, like, passed, he basically didn't want black people um staying at his hotel so he like somehow trump enacted right? something yeah trump so he did something so that like they would kind of deny black people like being able to stay there so mm -hmm. like what I, I just don't understand why these groups ended up growing like minority groups like gays fucking, oh and in I support of him yes I, I, I don't understand it um Ew. from what i've read it's just that um like, with Latinos specifically, it had to do a lot with, like, the socialism stuff. Like, where uh, Trump kind of demonized them as, like, oh, they're coming here. They're going to turn your, this country into, like, Venezuela or some shit. Uh, I didn't know that actually played into a lot of fears, I guess, that certain other Latinos have. Like, Cubans, I think, are, like, very um, prone to that type of rhetoric. And I think obviously, they were like, the biggest group. 
for that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think traditionally right. or historically, I mean, uh, Cubans have always been very conservative and Republican or they've always voted Republican. Um, and I think I'm not sure if it's like due to like other reasons other than the uh, economic factor where they're so against socialism and like uh, Republicans are that's like their scapegoat for everything that it kind of draws them in. I'm sure there's like other like things that overlap as well. But um, that's just like what I know at the top of my head. Uh, so I, I think that was like very weird. Well, I don't I don't think it's been weird with like um, Cubans in specific, but I think it was like weird with like other other Hispanics, like Mexicans as well. Because yeah. I feel like this is something that I actually experienced in real life. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I told you the story about this Mexican lady that I met at work who told me she was voting for Trump. And obviously now with what I think my dad, um, or rather, um, I think my dad as well. Um, but just in general, I feel like, um, I mean, people like at work still, like I remember this new guy that started um, when during the elections or whatever, uh, I was kind of telling him that, oh, because he asked me like, hey, how's your day been or whatever. And I was like, oh, I've just been like checking my feed to see if, like any updates on these states have been called for like Biden or anything. And he's like, oh, man, do you think sleepy Biden is going to win? And, like, I don't know if he was, like, being sarcastic or whatever, or, like, he was joking, um, but I don't think he was. And, like, uh, maybe I should ask him, you know, to obviously get his, like, um, real opinions, but I, it just, like, made me feel like, yeah, there's, like, a decent uh, population of Mexicans who probably voted for Trump. And um, I don't know, it's, like, very, I don't know, like, why, other than, like, maybe religious, like, reasons. Um, or I don't know if, like, they kind of fall into, like, the socialism memes as well, but... And, um, yeah, it's gonna. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like a lot of stories or like articles written about that because it's gonna be like very hard to like draw any conclusions from like that data right now, I think. But, um, yeah, it was very interesting. Yeah, I would love to know, I would really love to know. But, Especially um, I don't I know. Was... I think, I think like, uh, you also kind of have uh, yourself to explore a little bit, right? Because I feel like when you were an undecided voter, like, um, I don't know what kind of informed that for you because I, uh, it's a different thing, you know, it's like, um, it has a lot to do with, like, your proximity to, like, information, I think. Because, like, obviously, if you have, like, a lot of friends that are Republican or whatever, like, I think you might lean or might be a little bit more favorable to, like, that type of, um, to those type of views. Especially if you already kind of have some already, like, from your, I guess, uh, lived experiences or, like, life. Uh, like, such as, like, growing up in, like, a religious uh, household. But I also think, like, if you're surrounded by, like, a lot of, like, progressive or, like, Democrats or, like, liberals or whatever, I think you kind of have a tendency to kind of go in that direction as well sense right yeah yeah so i don't know if like that do you think that was your experience i think my experience was more that like um when i came across like the the blexit group mm. on instagram it sort of threw me off because it kind of mm. it does that whole like um sort of almost spiritual approach like what question what everybody else what everybody else tells you you know like you should you should start questioning it why is it that minority groups usually tend to vote democratic um but like they n nothing ever happens for them you know that kind of just shook me up because mm -hmm. it's not anything that i ever knew right like i didn't have any real information as far as like oh these are these are some of the things um like th these are some of the i guess laws that the democrats s supposedly fought for or against you know and it ended mm -hmm. up harming the people who they said who they were supposed to be protecting you know that was yeah. like i said I, I didn't have any informal knowledge and whether any of that had any truth to it but like they said it and it was convincing and so it was enough for me to be like oh shit should i question my beliefs you know should i question what i know and i did that's kind of like a really good point as well because uh i think like that's something that Republicans kind of rely on a lot of the time where like, um, this kind of sounds a little condescending, but like, um, I think it was, it happened to me as well. Cause I used to be like a very hardcore libertarian when I was like younger. 
uh, where I was just like, I was like, you know, libertarian, you know, like, oh, fuck the government and shit like that. And I feel like it was also because I just wasn't like really that politically informed at the time where like it just Mm -hmm. didn't really interest me. Like at some point in my life, I was just like, I don't give a fuck about politics, you know? And I feel like at that point, like, yeah, it's very easy to just like fucking, you know, throw out like very um, intuitive feeling arguments or like it's kind of like a oxymoron, but like a like throw out arguments there that like sound very intuitive, you know, to like people who Mm -hmm. are lacking a lot of like that underlying information or like um, maybe lacking things to like compare what is being presented to, you know? depending on your circumstances if like you don't really get affected by like politics that well like if you're like kind of well off i feel like you're more like kind of uh insulated from like any real like threats you know because you don't have to follow politics it's like whatever you know like you don't um, you actually have an option where like people like minority groups and stuff like that or like people who without like health insurance like they kind of have stake in it like whether they want to or not and i don't know it's kind of weird dynamic and i also think that that um like just going back really quickly to what I had said, um, I think that that's like a, a tactic that we've already discussed too. That you said that like people are actually doing, you know, they're, they're, it's a card that they're playing, which is to just introduce reasonable doubt, you know, or like to mm-hmm. introduce confusion. Yeah. Because it's so it's so perfect. Like you start setting it up, you you can set it up perfectly to where like you're just dropping hints and then. All of a sudden, you you get someone to kind of look at the party that they've always been behind, and mm-hmm. just by some cracks, you know, that are in the history there, you sort of just you 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 don't know what you're standing on anymore, or you don't know who you're, what you're standing for anymore in a way. Yeah, it's kind of like a very uh, or tactics tactics that I've heard like being discussed, but in more like um like for example, like I know like um the Nazis, I think like they had they obviously you know. Um, had to implement a lot of normalization of, like, hatred towards, like, Jewish people or, like, at least indifference to, like, their suffering uh, before they were able to do, like, anything that they actually did. And it's not, like, a direct comparison, but, um, yeah, it's kind of like what a lot of people do nowadays in, like, politics where, uh, again, like, you're kind of priming somebody's mind. Like, in a way, you're kind of persuading them. You're, um, I don't know, I guess just normalizing a lot of different, like, things. And Later, later down the road, like things aren't in question as much, you know, just because it's kind of been normalized to like a certain degree. But yeah, really, what do you think is going to happen it, in the next two months? In the next two months, um, well, so wait, wait, wait. So you know, did did you watch um Biden's address right now? Yeah. So he says he's going to name um people on Monday, right? Like a new mm-hmm. task force. So yeah, to take this they're not so, going to do anything until like July twentieth. That's oh okay. That's what I was about to ask too. Then so what I think is gonna happen? Wait, did I say July or January? January. Mm, no, I think you said January. Yeah. Okay. Mm, but that was actually gonna, just gonna be my question. It, um, I guess I didn't really pay attention. But so then they can't take any action until January. Um, Trump's got like I think they said ten weeks left. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I think I don't even know what day they go into like office or they kick the other guy out, but. Yeah, it's still, you know, we're still so fucking far away. It's like, <laughs> so I think and coronavirus Trump is, is about, not, huh? So I think Trump is going to like hunker down on his whole voter fraud thing. I think he's gonna drag that out, and mm-hmm. then he's gonna call for something. Um, and I think it's probably gonna be revealed that there is some voter fraud. Um. But it's not going to be anything significant, like in order for him to get his power back or in order for him to be reinstated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then I think he's just going to concede, but not after making a big huff. But I don't really think I think that's probably the 
the most that's going to happen in the next two months. What about mm-hmm. you? Um, yeah, I think I he is eventually going to like continue like kind of playing on this uh, electoral fraud narrative. But uh, I think it is going to wear itself out because I feel like nobody's really buying it anymore. But yeah, I think he's just going to continue with his narrative like um for the next month at least. If nothing serious comes out of it, if like no serious like uh, I guess fraud is found, which I really doubt. I mean, a lot of the examples that a lot of Republicans are giving right now, like, um, it's like explained in some way or another. Like, there's actually like an error that happened that's explainable and that you know they provide proof for. Um, but I don't, I haven't heard of like anything that's actually been holy, like you know, holy fuck, like this was actually like fraud. Uh, outside of like the um woman that they actually had talking for the Republicans in Nevada, actually, that she was claiming that uh, I guess she would tr- try to vote, and then when she tried to go vote, that, that I guess they told her that she had already voted. But then it turns out that she actually had tried to vote um, prior. And then uh, I guess she was just trying to vote against, which is something that like Trump told his uh, supporters to do. So I don't know. I feel like like there there might be like an instance of fraud here and there. But I think you're right when you say that, yeah, it's not going to be anything significant um, or anything that can't be explained by like, you know, something like human error or something like that. But um, besides that, I think, uh, yeah, the coronavirus is going to get really bad. I mean, uh, a lot of articles that I've read. I've just said it, that because of the holidays and people just not really taking it serious anymore and also COVID fatigue, like people just like being over it already, um, that they expect the, um, you know, the infection rate to like skyrocket and hospitalizations and deaths to follow. Well, so keeping we'll in line with this coronavirus, are you going to like preparing for the winter? Are you or have you already taken um, the vaccine? Not the coronavirus one, obviously, because there's nothing out yet, but like for the regular common flu? Um, I don't think so. I have, well, I haven't taken it, but I don't know if I would. I think I, I guess I would just to kind of, you know, prevent any other sickness that might, you know, make me think it's coronavirus. Cause like, uh, I just, I guess just because a lot of people are wearing like masks, I guess, um, a lot of respiratory illnesses or diseases that like kind of, um, started around this time have been actually like really low, uh, which is not an excuse not to get the vaccine, you know, but I don't know. I feel like, um, I would if like, um, I had the time, I think, which I'm eventually going to have to find. Maybe I, I've been going to the doctor a lot, so maybe I will get it. Yeah. <laughs> have you gotten yeah, it? Um, no, but I, I'm thinking of going um, yeah. just because last year around December, January, um, I'm actually not sure if it was the coronavirus, but I, I got really <clears throat> sick. And Wait, I when? Wake up, January? Uh, like December or January. Yeah, I was I was okay. so sick and I hadn't been that sick in so long. And mm-hmm. like I would wake up coughing. Um, in the middle of the morning, like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and I, I was just having like these minute-long coughing fits, and I was it was really crazy when I was hearing mm. myself breathe because it was it was um like I was struggling. So yes, I yeah, am gonna dude. get vaccinated. It's weird how like I feel like a lot of people seem to have like stories of getting like sick, like really sick. That's something that hadn't happened to them before, like uh, around that time, you know, from like December mm-hmm. all the way to like Feb. Well, so you. You told me, I think, last conversation or conversation before last that your aunt passed away from COVID. Um, mm. Had you had you spoken with her? No, her or my grandma. I mean, my grandma had spoken to. She actually uh, came and visited us a lot. But um, no, I never really talked to my aunt. I'm not really that close to like my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I never really met her outside of like when I was like super young and I don't remember her at all. But uh, my grandma, yeah, she was here like quite a bit. And obviously I... I didn't really speak to her like that much either, but um, yeah, I mean, we had like conversations here and there, but. And so did you ever get a chance to talk about either one of them or to talk about their um, inter- 
uh, about the about contracting the disease like if they had any Mm-mm. symptoms or how they felt or anything no i mean when um when she kind of told me that she was sick or whatever like i didn't really um talk to her honestly like because i'm telling you like i, I don't know like we're kind of distant in that way but um yeah i don't know like i never really spoke to her about her symptoms what about your family like do you, your parents don't do you guys all have do you guys ever like have dinner together or anything like that do you guys ever talk um yeah i think i talked mostly with my mom though like my dad is me or like kind of <laughs> i don't think we like hate each other but it's just like we don't really talk mm, <laughs> We're, like, weird so did, yeah did your mom have a relationship with with your grandma so that she would know and so that she would be able to relay like how she was feeling or anything oh yeah i think so like yeah for sure like she definitely had that type of, re- type of relationship i feel like my mom's like the one person that's remained connected with like most of our most of our uh, other family both okay. her side obviously and then my dad's um, just because I don't think my sister or like my brother really talked to anybody else either outside of like Facebook, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I've never really been close to like any of my family members like that, like at all. Like my mom has been like probably like the closest I've been to like anyone. Um, but even then, like I don't share certain things with her, you know, just cause she's my mom. So then you still like, you don't remain untouched by COVID necessarily, but like you're not as affected even, even like with, some semi-close family members having you know died of it yeah i mean like um i remember when i was in mexico too i was like um like getting ready you know it's like oh shit you can potentially lose your parents you know like are you gonna be ready i feel like it's just something that i've always i don't want to say prepared for you know but it's like something that i've always you know known that was gonna happen and um like i never saw it as like something I'm sorry, I'm so weird. But um, I just thought it was like a natural process, you know? Um, like, yeah. okay, like, we're all going to be here for like a limited time. Like, I don't know, it just kind of, it kind of sucks. Is I feel like there's like a cause-benefit analysis that I feel like we all have to do, right? Where it's like we all live like minute by minute and like we all in a way kind of decide how we're actually going to waste that minute that we're never going to get back. And like if we choose to like, you know, bond with like our family that we, we've been trying to bond for for like a really long time, but it just still really doesn't go anywhere. Um, like, you know, at what point do you kind of just stand back and be like, OK, well, not necessarily that it's like a waste of time, but it's like, um, I don't know, it sounds a little robotic when I'm saying it, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that just really simplifies like my life a lot. And I feel like that's why I value that kind of outlook. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, it does. But then so because wanna- like. Like, I also want to say, like, before, like, you tell me, like, because um, I feel like a lot of people, like, I, I feel like a lot of people would think, like, well, don't you, like, live life still? Or, like, don't you, like, still find, like, people, like, enjoyable or whatever? And I definitely do. I feel like I always try to, like, immerse myself in, like, the moment. Because, like, especially because I feel like I cherish that moment more, you know? Because, like, I, I know that I'm not going to, like, probably talk to this person a lot ever again in my life. When I, like, tell people that, like, my parents and I don't really talk, I feel like it sounds like, like we have, like, shit or, like, a lot of drama. Uh, which we kind of do, you know, Every I think every family does, but it's not like anything hostile. Like, I don't think we like hate each other or anything like that. I just feel like, um, I feel like they understand like the type of person that I am and they kind of accepted me for it. And, um, and I've kind of accepted them for like how they kind of are. And I don't know, like, I guess try to like be more like them, you know, to kind of like try to meet them in the middle. But okay, that was my disclaimer. What were you going to say? <laughs> All right. So remember, like we talked, um, about me having more kind of like a tribalist mindset where like it's just a a dedicated group of people um, basically just you know helping each other out and and 
being codependent and mm -hmm. you were saying codependent but independent of like such a big ass government you know such a bit like a really big group basically nothing mm -hmm. like that like a limited size and you were saying you were advocating more for like big cities or like just growing right um yeah. so with what you're saying though you're not necessarily talking about like having superficial relationships either, but you're just saying not having ones that are totally like immersive either. Or I should say, you're not talking about having relationships that are always going to be like deep ones either. It just sounds like they're like what you have in the moment is what it is. And yeah, like I'm right? content like, with, yeah. Cause I feel like, um, I used to have, like, this very naive, like, a view of myself or, like, of, like, p other people where it's, like, okay, I should be able to, like, um, like, this person has, like, um, I'm pretty sure I can, like, make this person talk to me about something, like, super interesting that, like, um, he's gonna enlighten me about. Uh, but then, like, it's, like, a lot of people don't have, like, you, like, I, I don't know, I think it's, like, a reality as well that not everybody's gonna have your same interests. And that's okay. Because, I mean, ultimately, like, um, like, for me, I'm such a fucking, you know, like, um, atheist and, like, um, materialist that I don't really believe, like, in spirituality or anything like that. Um, so like for me, like whatever way people decide to use their time, like here, like on earth alive or whatever, cause I feel like people make their own meaning. Like they, like for me, like, oh fuck, well people get it from like different places, but ultimately I think you can create your own meaning in life. Cause it's like just a fucking universe, like empty of shit. Like you're here, you're, you fucking make shit with your hands and like you give meaning to it. So yeah, like, like to me, like it doesn't even fucking matter. Like, I, I don't think like my interests are like any fucking better than like people who fucking decide to like do whatever the fuck they want with their life, you know? Um, and because I, like, kind of view that way, like, I don't know, like, it kind of takes, it kind of makes life weirder in a way because, like, you kind of start appreciating other things. But then, like, a lot of the things that you kind of were taught as a kid to, like, appreciate, uh, I don't know if I'm, like, making sense right now, but I hope, like, you kind of understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm following you. Yeah, where it's, like, um, I feel like that's why I have, like, the kind of, I feel like that's what informs a lot of the outlook that I have, uh, which is why I think it makes it sound like my relationships are like super cold or like that I don't enjoy life or anything like that. But I feel like it just gives me like an enjoyment of like a different sort, you know? Mm, so you're an atheist, you said? Yeah. And you, that, and that means you don't believe in, um, give me a second here. What, what is that? Re reincarnation? Yeah, I would have to say so. Well, I don't think you can have like any information like from like what happens like before you're born into like after you die, you know? It's like, we're only here for, like, this time, and, like, as far as I'm concerned, like, nobody has been able to, like, bring back, like, any information from, like, the dead, or prior information from, like, living, you know, so it's, like, all we have to know is, like, this fucking world, and, like, I don't think there's evidence in this world that there is a god yet, at least. Hmm. What, what would evidence be for you? Um, I don't know. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's, like, um... I don't know if there would be, I don't know if there would even be a God, you know, because it's like after like I contend with like the, um, the question of like, what would evidence be with, uh, for you? It's like, I already have to kind of assume that there would be a God that would leave evidence in the first place, you know? Because mm. it's like, like, how are we supposed to know like what a God even is? Like, what is this being? Like, like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a whole other issue that I have like with like, um, I guess religion as a whole. It's like, I feel like it's kind of arrogant to like think that you can as like this fucking lowly human thing that we kind of see each, each uh, every, like ourselves as like in, in the context of like religion that it would have, like, any information of, like, a god, and that this god would, like, ordain, like, certain things to, like, be offered to him or whatever, or, like, I don't know, it just seems kind of weird to me, you know, that it's, like, wait, in wait, a sense, wait, like, so you kind of, mm, mm hmm you, you associate god with religion? Um, to a certain extent, yeah, like, the concept of god, yeah, like, I would, like, the concept of god? It. 
Yeah. So like meaning like all knowing and like um, well, it's like like the, the creator, I suppose. Um. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Because it's like where else would you get like that type of like person from? You know. It's like in a mm. way, it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of just like a rep- like um, a representation of like something that we already kind of had on Earth, you know, which is like a hierarchical system of like somebody who is like at the top and like controls everybody else. And like you just kind of elevate that concept into like a fucking unholy being or like an unholy, <laughs> a holy being and, you know, kind of, I guess, go on from there. Like, I don't think there there's like, um yeah, I don't think like there's anything that kind of points to like a god having to be this way you know especially since we don't even have information and we don't even know if there's a god so at least from like my point of view mm-hmm. and that's why like it's all like kind of revolves around faith like having faith in the god or whatever like having faith in like the religion and i don't know to me like faith is like eh. it's like another it's thing that fancy. i can kind of do without you know yeah so like do you never use that kind of terminology or that language, like when you say like, oh, well, ha-, like, like, for example, with this election, you were never like, well, have faith in the American people that they'll do the right choice, that they'll, they'll choose the right candidate. Mm. You didn't have any, like, nothing like that, basically. Not in that, like, like, not from that perspective or like that angle. I would say it's like more like, um, well, let's hope like, um, more fucking, I guess, like, not as many dumbasses vote as like regular people, I guess. I don't think it's like more like faith. It's like more like, oh, okay, well, it's going to be a numbers game. You know, it's like, that's it. I mean, it's, it's, it's the thing. It's like a human, it's like a very um common human tendency, I think, to like ascribe meaning to like random events or like random information. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. like, it's not faith necessarily. It's like, we, like whatever the outcome was going to be, it that's what it was going to be, you know? Like, um, like, I don't think me having faith in like anything is going to really change anything else. That's strange. No, like outside no 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 and when i say like faith like it has to be like a like that actual like feeling like within you because i feel like if you're rhetoric kind of how we were talking about like persuasion or anything like that if you talk to like another person like the way to talk to them is like through religion like obviously you are going to have an impact you know just because like that person is connecting with you and they might likely be more able to like to listen to what you have to say uh which in that regard is like a completely different way of talking about religion but the actual like act of like having faith like oh my god i hope that like this thing that i really want to happen happens i don't think that's really going to contribute to like anything like material, you know, like anything that's going to be measurable. Yeah, I, I guess you're right because it's different from desire. Mm-hmm. Like events, random events just fucking happen. Um, but in reality, I mean, like there's like a fucking like limitless like potentiality in like the universe. You know, anything can happen at any time. Like it's all fucking random. I don't know, like you meeting your the love of your life at like a certain place and like you ascribing like so much meaning to that place, like a city or whatever, and then you move into that city just because you met him there. It's like it was all fucking random chance, you know. <laughs> Like, you can ascribe as much meaning as you want, but, like, and that's cool. Like, maybe that's, like, um, you know, that'll, like, add to your identity if you wanted to, like, from that perspective. But at the end of the day, it was just, like, a fucking random encounter that you guys had, and it just happened to be that city. And uh, I don't know. We ascribe, like, meaning to, like, such fucking random events, you know? And that's a cool thing. I'm not saying, like, that's bad or anything. It's just kind of, I think we should be aware of, like, when we do it and how we do it. But I don't know. That's just me. I, I think I think that's part of also, like, the whole thing though you know like what what you're saying is like i think um us ascribing meaning to everything is you know part of that faith talk though too like i i don't disagree i I think you're right yeah we do ascribe meaning to everything um i can't hear you i think you're turned away no i'm not turned away can you hear me yeah kind of um what was I saying? Oh, I, I was saying I think it's like dual, like uh, what's that called? What is that in in in? Oh, and 
I think it's dual and absolute, which I I think um is I think those two are like clashing um theories. But I think mm. it's like like you said, like it it can be anything we want it to be, or it can be totally random. Um, but at the same time, like I think that there's also something that like is already set in stone in a way. Yeah. In a it's way. It's kinda like it's kinda like a very um like Buddhism, like kinda it has a similar perspective as well. Fuck, I forgot what example they give. But basically, um, it says that you really have little control over, like, um, like you think you... Okay, even from, like, a scientific perspective, I don't even know, like, how fucking far back I want to go. Like, from a scientific a scientific perspective, like, you actually start acting out a lot faster than when you think you're going to start acting out, if that makes sense. Like, um, from, like, the time that you actually um, start doing something to the point where, like, um, you actually start realizing that you're doing that thing, there's actually, like, a measurable distance between, like, those two things. Um, so it's, like, a kind of post-hoc ra- uh, rash- rationalization that you're kind of doing, real-time in your head, where um, it's, like, you're not even really in control, which kind of gets into, like, free will a little bit, but uh, it kind of um, suggests that, like, you're not really in control, like, 100% of the time. And I think this is, like, a, like the most, like, commonly accepted... Um, um, I guess theory behind like uh, free will right now is compatibilism. I think where it's like there's por- portions of like your life where you kind of are not really conscious, like where you're kind of just like on auto drive, like you're kind of just you know living your everyday life or whatever. But there's certain points like in, like in your life, like uh, that your brain is able to like kind of uh, move away from that and become like an experienced life, like in in its like um like what like the present moment, you know, and and to kind of like um uh you know kind of draw from Buddhism terminology or whatever. But uh, that's and what it's, I. It's, it seems to be like the most recurring theme too, though like throughout human history is like how sort of to connect, you know, because Mm -hmm. all we have is all we have are these lenses. And so we want to see like who else can, um, I get, what is that called? Um, who else can like see the world like similarly to, huh? Like who else can validate that, that experience, you know? Well, the crazy thing is like, I've actually, um, like had like weird, really weird thoughts about like this exact same thing, but it kind of boils down to like human intelligence and like evolution and like how we kind of like how we all kind of find ourselves in like the latest iteration of like evolution, I guess, where we're like the most, I guess, um, recent descendants of like everything else that's happened prior to us. And, um, like I was thinking, I was like, is there actually like a bigger point to like any of this? Like, are we supposed to like strive for something like better as like a community, as like a fucking species, as like um like this fucking thing that is like all of a sudden intelligent in like a very meaningless meaningless universe? And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. It was like it's like I don't know. I feel like the answers are still very subjective because it's like fuck. Like um like even when you get in terms of like oh well, we should provide the greatest good for like everybody else, it's like okay, well what's good? You kind of start having like these weird abstract debates about like fucking linguistics, you know? Um. But to kind of go back a little bit more, like, smaller picture, um, I think, I don't know, it's, like, really weird how we navigate this world, you know, kind of through our sensory experiences, like, you know, visual, auditory, and, like, everything else. Uh, And then we kind of process a lot of that sensory information through, like, our brain, which is, like, very highly subjective. Again, like, that's already, like, the fundamental as well, that, like, even your senses can, like, betray you in a sense, or can actually give you a incomplete picture or, like, a distorted picture of reality, just because there's, like, a messaging error from, like, the information and the point that it gets to your brain and that's how it's processed. Uh, but then, like, the weird part is, like, how we kind of invented, like, this thing, which is, like, language to communicate things that we were experiencing, like, within our own heads to, like, communicate it to other people, you know, so that we can kind of have having, like, a or start having, like, a greater understanding of, like each other or like the greater whole of like whatever the fuck is supposed to be talking through us you know um so i don't know it's like really weird when you start thinking about like all this crazy shit which is like really cool because i feel like i would want other people to kind of 
I guess, see the world as I see it as, in, like, the most realist way possible without, like, any, um, I guess, like, I don't want to say emotional shit, you know, but, like, I guess emotional baggage, because I think, like, emotions obviously, like, inform you so much, and obviously they provide some of the greatest um, feelings, but, like, I think they obviously enrich life a lot, but I think, like, um, we also kind of ascribe weird meanings to, to certain feelings as well, you know? That's true. Yeah, like, as far as, like, like more, like, when you introduce morality, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, this is a bad feeling, and you should be ashamed yeah. of it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare you, how dare you think of, like, shutting that baby up, like, by choking it, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, my God, that was a dark place, but, and I didn't need to take it there. Um, am I a horrible person? <laughs> Wait, did this person? actually like, happen? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I'm just but, kidding, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like uh, some weird shit like that though. Mhm. But um, I don't know. I feel like that's that's another reason why I kind of started doing this as well, you know, because it's like, oh fuck, if there's like anybody else that kind of sees the world as I see it, or like that kind of tries to understand the world how I try to understand it, I would obviously want to be connected with that person, you know? Because <laughs> it's like, okay, like fuck, okay, I feel like I'm finally not alone in how I kind of feel in this universe, but. I don't know. I don't know if, like, other people maybe see it the way that I do as well, but maybe they don't just, they haven't really um been able to, like, I guess, vocalize it. Because I, like, see other people, like, kind of have, like, similar views as me, and, like, they, they it just seems like they've sat on the question for, like, a lot longer, you know? But, like, they, they've actually thought about, like, this shit for um much more, or, like, much more passionately than I even have myself. And um I don't know, when I hear them talk, it's like, I don't know, it's like fucking music, you know? It's like, oh my god, I feel like they're talking to my soul right now, and <laughs> I don't know, it's it's really weird. I don't know if you've ever experienced anything like that. Like where somebody says something that resonates with me? Yes, all the time. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Especially because I love to, like, talk with, like, like you're saying, with different people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And not just, like, people who are my age, but I like to talk to people who are older, people who are younger. Yeah, so definitely, you, you, get, to, you get a sense of, like, where everyone else is at, and then you get to be woken up again and be and and see that that's not accurate either that that mm-hmm. picture that you've painted of you know the outside isn't accurate and so i think yeah. that's one of the things that i end up doing like i don't want to say like running up my anxiety necessarily but i think it comes from my paranoia that i have already told you that like i, I deal with um but like when i'm high for example um i will kind of think like i said like oh i think i know this and then I'm high and then I question that, but then I start to, that's when I just tell myself like, okay, well, big picture, you, you don't know anything. That's just the best way to come into it is you don't know anything and there's no shame in that. You know, you, you're here Mm -hmm. to learn or you're here to question and you're here to get, to gain clarity and you know, you're okay with asking questions and you know, you're okay with looking foolish if you know that you're just in search of the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's really, really that's kind of how I feel about everything in general and like it's kind of like what's uh helped a lot like my growth I feel just like you know not being embarrassed to like ask questions or like not you know being embarrassed to like try shit or like do my best 